0: You're listening to Art of the Unknown, the podcast about traveling inwards, outwards, and onwards. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. In this week's episode, I want to talk about my trip to Israel, But before I go into the details about the trip itself, I want to talk about what exactly my traveling is doing for me spiritually and how my general understanding of it is being changed. So... I left on this trip about two months ago and I really left with the intention of letting go of every single expectation and just fully embracing the unknown and fully just going with the flow and seeing what happens. And what that means to me is really trying to go down whatever path is being played out in front of me and going in the direction of what feels right and i'm not just talking about where i travel to physically but i'm also talking about everyday things like who i talk to what i eat and also the thoughts that i think so i've been really trying to pay attention to where i put my attention and where i put my focus on because that is where i'm de- that is where i'm deciding to place my energy lately i've been becoming more aware of my general experience here on earth and how my choices are really affecting me. So by me traveling to different places simply because they feel right, it's almost as though I am not just going towards the direction that feels right, but in a way I'm becoming more of a spiritual nomad. And I say that because it feels like I'm wandering, not just this earth, but I'm wandering around this lifetime. And I'm really trying to be guided by my intuition, but also what feels right and going towards the places that are calling my name. So when I feel drawn to a place, I know it's because ultimately there is a higher purpose for me being there and it's usually one that I'm completely unaware of until I get there. And lately, that's just been, that's what's been happening to me on these trips. I've been going places and it's been showing me that there's a lesson to be learned and it's either once I get there or it's even in the process of arriving. So when I say I'm being drawn to certain places, it's almost as though these places are calling my name. It's not necessarily something that makes sense logically or I have a reason for it, but instead it's more of a feeling. And that feeling to me is a sign that I must go in that direction. And that is exactly what I did here. Israel just kept on calling my name, and I wasn't exactly sure why. I didn't understand the purpose of me needing to go there, and it wasn't until I arrived that I see that that was exactly where I needed to be. And that's just the latest example that I want to talk about. But every time I go somewhere that I'm being pulled towards, it doesn't ever lead me astray. In fact, it feels like that is exactly where I need to be. So my goal with these travels is just to completely open myself up to the universe and go in the direction of the unknown without fear, but it's also to accept the fact that no matter where I go, that is exactly where I need to be, and me doing this podcast has become a way for me to kind of report back my experience once I get there, and By sharing how and why I'm making these decisions, it's becoming very clear to me that the reason for these trips and this traveling that I'm doing is to help heal myself because every time I've been getting somewhere, it's been showing me a part of me that needs attention and needs love and ultimately needs to be healed. And again, this is not what I was expecting when I left. I was not expecting to go on some like spiritual journey or some like spiritual quest or anything of the sort. I was purely trying to embrace the unknown and just go with it and it seems like things have changed. Things are shifting. Things are going in a new direction and I have no choice but to go with it and honestly releasing expectations and releasing fears and releasing everything about how you think things will end up or how you think things should be or even how you think things are. Because when you release all of those mindsets and all of those barriers in your mind, it's a new sense of freedom. And with that freedom, things are going to come to you that you were not expecting, but they're going to come as they need and and when they need. And I feel like I'm really trying to just do this, but also to set an example because I know that I'm not the only one that needs signs and needs things from this life and needs an alternative way of living my life than the one that I was living before because I was not happy. I was not happy where I was. I just wasn't happy in general and I'm part of me still isn't completely happy but I'm at least trying to find what makes me happy and I'm really trying to do that by creating the life that I want and by really giving myself what I feel like I want and what I feel like I need, regardless of if it makes sense to myself and to anyone else. So now I wanna talk about my trip and go into the details of what I learned from it and where it is pointing me to next. So right now I am in Jan Bokek, I believe that is how you pronounce that. I am in Israel visiting the Dead Sea and I am very excited. I've always been drawn to bodies of water. So the Dead Sea is like the holy grail of holy grails of water for me. And this is it. I have reached the Holy Land. I am in the Holy Land. I feel the Holy Land. I am the Holy Land. And it's just very exciting. Okay, so I do want to talk about the Dead Sea a little bit. Okay, being near the Dead Sea, I want to say that it feels okay. The word that I can describe it would be if I can pick one word to describe the feeling here, it would be reflection. This sea is a reflection, it is a reflection of of the soul it is a reflection of who you are okay and coming here and looking at the dead sea I feel like I'm looking at my soul okay I feel like I'm getting the love I feel like I'm seeing love in the dead sea but that love that I'm seeing is radiating from me it is my love it is me I am looking at myself in a mirror but that mirror happens to be a body of water it's weird because it's also very neutral. Like I said, it's a reflection. So what you are is what you're going to get from the sea. And it's nice that I can see who I am because I forget who I am. I forget what I am because there's definitely a barrier between who I am and who I think I am. And I know this to be true is that I don't feel like I love myself. I do I'm, I am want to. I feel like I'm on the path leading into that direction. But if I could, I don't look at myself with compassion at all. I don't look at myself with empathy. I don't look at myself with love. And I forget that it's there. And looking at this, see, it has reminded me that inside of me, that is the truth and I have forgotten and the sea has reminded me that I forgot but it's still there but it's also showing me that there are so many different barriers that I've put up to block myself from experiencing and seeing that love inside of me and these barriers that I'm talking about those are <sighs> what are they what are the barriers, okay? Well, there's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of negative self-talk that happens. There's I'm just not nice to myself. I'm really not. I'm really not, which is kind of sad. And I'm realizing this recently. It's not like I'm doing this on purpose or I want to be like this. No, I don't want to be like this. But lately, I've been trying to not necessarily, okay, I've been trying to really be aware of the thoughts that I'm thinking, and I'll catch myself thinking a thought that is probably honestly normal, but I don't realize it, and they're not the nicest thoughts, okay? I'm very critical. I'm very hard on myself. I don't give myself any slack. I beat myself up a lot emotionally, I mean, not like physically. I... I'm. it's never good enough. I'm never good enough for myself. And that's what I'm realizing. And that's why there is that barrier between feeling as though I love myself because I'm blocking myself from myself, which is weird, I know. But I feel like that's kind of what what's happening. And being on the Dead Sea is making me realize that I am love. The Lumineers, one of my favorite songs, The Dead Sea, which it's done, like there's no way I can listen to that song and never, (laughs) never be the same. Okay, so getting back to it, being here has also made me realize that, okay, my heart chakra, or my heart, (laughs) whatever you wanna call it, it's a little bit closed, okay? I know this, people around me know this, and now you know this, okay? I have a really hard time opening my heart up Not just to myself, but to anyone, to anything. There was a period of my life where I couldn't even like animals because I was afraid of getting hurt by one because I had fallen in love with a little lizard once. And when she died, my heart broke a little bit. So I didn't really open it up. That's when I in that period of my life, that's when I started closing it off intensely, okay? So yes, my heart has been closed. I'm trying to open it up. And what was I trying to say? Okay. Oh yeah, being here. Okay, I'm not... I feel like in a way... So part of me wants to love. Part of me really does want to be with somebody. Part of me wants to be in a relationship. And part of me just wants to love somebody and be loved right and then the other part of me is like no baby you are not ready for this you you don't want this you can't have it it's not yours right now and you know what that mindset I've had that for a while I know that I've always had resistance towards relationships part of me just doesn't feel like I'm capable of being loved part of me doesn't feel like I am worthy of love. Part of me doesn't feel like I will ever meet anyone who could actually 100% love me. Part of me doesn't feel like I'm good enough to be loved. (laughs) So those might be adding to the reasons of why I feel like I can't be loved or that I'm not loved or that I will never have love and that's not going to change unless i make an effort and try to change it okay it's not like someone's going to come along and prove me wrong no that's that's i feel like maybe in the back of my mind i'm kind of hoping that's the case because that that way it'll be a little bit easier like just, you know, somebody loving me so much that I feel loved, that's way easier than me admitting that I'm gonna keep on feeling these feelings of unworthiness and not being loved until I decide that I am loved and that I am worthy of it and that I love myself. And I know that this is true and I know it in my mind to be true, but I feel like coming here has actually made me feel like it is true. It more than just makes logical sense at this point. It's actually, yes, like baby, like this is what you need to do. So being here showed me that there's a few barriers between who I am and where I'm at right now. And those barriers are blocking me from actually experiencing and knowing what it really means to be loved, and to actually love myself. And I think what I really need is some compassion towards myself. And I think that this thing has become a healing journey in a way is because I need to heal myself on so many different levels and not just physically, okay? I need to heal myself emotionally spiritually mentally whatever else you can throw at me okay line it up I need to be healed I feel like there's there's discord in my body and it's not right it's not right it's not even just having anxiety it's being I don't know yeah, my thoughts run way too quickly. I've, I'm realizing that I'm a pretty paranoid person, which by kind of paying attention to my thoughts recently, and I pay attention to what I'm actually thinking sometimes, I'm like, holy shit. If you were to say some of your thoughts out loud, if anyone would say these thoughts out loud, and I would hear them, I would be like, you're, you're crazy. Like, you're crazy. Holy shit, I'm a little bit crazy. Oh, my God. Okay, I can accept that. I hate that word just because I feel like if you're a female, you're automatically labeled as crazy if you do anything that somebody does not approve of, which kind of really pisses me off. So I've always really... I've always thought that I was pretty rational and level-headed but I I I think I I still think I am but I also think there's a little part of me that's just like my mind will just go in every single direction without even checking in with reality and maybe that's the crazy part of my mind which is fair because you know what anyone's mind it can't always live within the borders or barrier or inside borders. It can't. That's not what minds are. They're more free than that. So yeah, I guess mine wanders astray once in a while. So I'm realizing that. Anyways, okay, back to the Dead Sea. Whew. Like the Dead Sea. So I'm realizing that I need to freaking love myself, okay? And I'm realizing that my heart chakra is way more closed than I thought it was, but it's also way more open than it used to be. And being here, I am in love with it. I am. I'm in love with the sea. And again, it's coming back to me that I, I know that I'm in love with myself, but I just forgot. I know that I think the world of myself, but I can't remember this fact. Why can't I remember it? Why have I been... Why have I not been able to see who I actually am? In a way, I feel like I've been brainwashed my whole life to not love myself. And that's really sad. And I've been living that lie. And I've been perpetuating that lie. And I've been believing that lie. And I've been letting myself believe that lie. And I really hope it's starting to end because that's not how I want to live my life. So just by coming to the Dead Sea, I think that I'm starting to make progress. I think that even opening myself up to the possibility that I am love and that I can be loved and that love flows both through me and towards me, I think that is showing me that... It's showing me a part of myself that I haven't necessarily believed to be true. And this wasn't what I was expecting before I came. Before I came to Israel, I really tried to release every single expectation. But I also tried to be open to the idea that something could come along my way. And I really did try to hopefully pick up some of the energy that I was feeling. And when I first arrived in Tel Aviv, I wasn't exactly sure I knew that what I was feeling was love, but I wasn't exactly sure why. I knew that the chakra that was being activated when I first arrived, it was undoubtedly the heart chakra. And it made me think, well, maybe the chakra, the energy that I'm feeling is coming from my surroundings. It's coming from the country or it's coming from the people or it's coming from something having to do with the location that I'm in. And it wasn't until I arrived at the Dead Sea did I realize that the love that I was experiencing and feeling from being in this country was a mere reflection of myself. And when I realized that, that that was huge because Like I said, I forgot that love even existed. I forgot that part of me was even there. And I feel like I've been, I hate to say it, I've been looking for that love elsewhere and I've never found it because I've been waiting for something or somebody or some source of love to come to me to make me feel that way. And I'm realizing now that it's not gonna happen. I can wait Forever, and it's not going to come. I need to make it come. I need to be responsible for my own well-being, my own feelings, and my own experience here on this earth. So this trip thus far has really shown me a new way of thinking. And I feel like in a way it's kind of cracked open my heart a little bit. And by doing so, it's allowing love to come through it, which is needed. (laughs) It's definitely needed. And... Again, these experiences that I'm having here, these are all fine and dandy, but they're not going to mean anything unless I actively and consistently try to change. Yeah, it can show me parts of myself that I've been missing or I haven't realized were there or I totally forgot about, but unless I actively and Consciously, really try to fix those parts of me and heal those parts of me, nothing's going to happen because time is not a factor. Time can pass and nothing can change, okay? What's going to change the situation and what's going to change who I am is me having that intention and me really trying to put in the work and really trying to understand myself and really trying to fix it. And coming to these realizations of what I need to change and what I need to fix is really becoming, I feel like, the purpose of this trip in general. And this again, this was not my intention. When I left, I wasn't trying to go on some like spiritual journey or try to go on some healing journey. No, when I left, I was really trying to embrace the unknown. I was really trying to just throw myself into the universe and see what happens. I didn't do this with an intent of fixing myself or trying to find myself or trying to do any of this. But I think what's happening is that this is long overdue. Like I said, there's so many parts of myself that need to be healed. And I feel it. I feel the discord within my body. And yeah, I can I can say that, oh, I need to fix this. I need to fix that. But there's going to be parts of me that probably will not be fixed for a while and there's parts of me that I won't even realize need to be fixed probably hopefully I don't know maybe not even in this lifetime I don't even know but it doesn't matter because it's one step at a time I cannot get to where I want to be unless I go and I dig through all of the dirt first and I feel like that's what I'm doing I am physically and spiritually and mentally just laying it all out there okay I am trying to take out everything that is holding me back inside of me and just letting it go and letting it go into the universe. And even just talking about it helps. I think that another way that I can help heal myself is by physically releasing it through speaking because like I said in the last episode, my throat chakra is a little bit closed and for me to heal, I need to first admit what's wrong with me and that's not easy, okay? It's not easy to be like, yo, hey, (laughs) I'm a little fucked up in this way, just letting you know. But as the days pass and the more I do this, the more I'm really starting to care less. I'm actually wanting to discover parts of me that are messed up and that are not right and that need to be fixed because that way I can start moving in that direction. And yeah, it's not easy to fully admit what's wrong with me but I feel like the hardest part is admitting it to myself before it is to say it to someone else because once I know it to be true like I really don't care what anyone else thinks because <laughs> this is my these are my battles to fight okay and just because I can't admit what's wrong with me doesn't necessarily mean that there's more or less wrong with me than anyone else but that's again why I'm doing this it's because I want to lay it all out on the table and put it out into the open because that's the only way it's gonna become fixed. So to wrap it all up, the Dead Sea, Israel, yes, it's all been a giant mirror, it's been showing me who I am and it's really just been showing me a part of my soul that I usually don't pay attention to and that I usually do not even look at really. And again, I would not have discovered this in this way if I did not follow my intuition. And my intuition was telling me, Sarah, you need to go to the Dead Sea. You need to go to Israel. That is where you need to be. And it's weird that that the universe knew that. It knew that that is where I needed to be, but also that is my next step. In this healing process is my heart because that is going to be the main, I think, the main barrier that's going to keep any of us where we're at. If we can't open up our hearts, if we can't open up the deepest parts of ourselves, like where are we going to go? How do we expect to get anywhere? How do we expect to even enjoy living on this earth and living our lives? So the universe brought me to Israel and it brought me here for a very good reason, okay? Okay. I need to heal my heart and this healing is going to be a different type of healing because I feel like it's going to be me having to open up my heart in every single direction okay there's not one area of life that you can keep your heart closed towards because I think even closing your heart in the slightest in any direction in any area of your life that's going to affect everything else okay you can't choose what you close your heart over and what it's open towards, okay? Because if it's closed a little bit, it's closed to everything and it's going to affect everything and yeah, I'm realizing that and I'm learning that but I'm also realizing that my heart has pretty much been closed my entire life and me living with an open heart isn't really something that I've ever done and even imagining that is scary, (laughs) like what? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that's that's a great way to live life, but I feel like it could also cause a lot of problems, but I guess I won't know until I actually try to do it because the way that I've been living my life right now with a closed heart isn't really working out the best, okay? I think it's causing me a lot more pain than it is protection, and if I'm trying to protect myself by closing my heart, that isn't the way to go about doing it, Okay. Okay, I think I am done for this episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing about the Dead Sea. I hope you enjoyed hearing about the depths of my heart. And I really hope that you have a Dead Sea experience of your own. I hope that you go into the direction of what feels right. And I really hope that if something is calling your name, you go towards it. Because it is calling your name for a reason, okay? And that, for whatever reason, whether it be a spiritual or not, it's where you need to be, okay? And that wraps up episode number 13, If you have any questions or if you want to see any pictures, you can always go to my website, artoftheunknownpodcast.com. If you like what you hear, you can always leave a review on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll catch you on the flip side.